Are you looking to start or grow your business? Do you need distinctive branding material and marketing guidance? Are you looking for impressive promotional materials to grab your audience and ignite sales? DA Branded is here for that and more. Follow DA Branded today on Instagram and Facebook at Get DA Branded. All right, people, it's time to make it pop and make it steam. We've been killing it over at anchor.fm forward slash 215. However, I want to give you more. That's more content, more music, more info, and more access. I'm looking to connect with all of you because, well, if it wasn't for you, this show wouldn't be so dope. So let's continue to build. Join me over at patreon.com forward slash nonstop working. Non-stop working, working, non-stop working, working The divine, autistic, united society We don't lose, we just win This is the Non-Stop Working Podcast It's your boy Mr. Hurry live and in full effect She got she her got toe, toe in here How are you young dirty? I'm alright, how you doing sir? Shout out to Megan Thee Stallion speaking Thank the toes Thank you for supporting no, I never give up, I never give up, never surrender you know D-A-U-S, the Divine Artistic United Society Listen on your smartphone, your iPhone, your Apple phone It ain't worth the job if I can't say what I believe 5,000 folks on the Y'all know how it is family right? When we bidding right? I'm the guy that took on every single time forward slash 215 the non-stop working podcast philadelphia's number one independent podcast uh-huh d-a-u-s the divine artistic united society shout out to everybody who's been visiting our website it's been a lot going down man it's been a lot going down, man. I've been talking to artists from all over the place. California. North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? All over, man. And um, we're building. Huh. So much has been happening. It's been um, tough keeping up. All right, you guys, you know you've been um, tuning into the block boxing announcement here's an announcement about the uh, block box and we're going to be rescheduling it so you'll be getting two episodes of the block boxing on anchor.fm forward slash 215 as of next month you'll get two episodes man i mean boxing is so much going on that keeping up with that weekly is tough so all right we're gonna have to spread this thing out so we'll be spreading things out. But there's been a lot going on. We've been uh, 
dropping segments. People have been appreciating the segments. Y'all know we talked a lot in the past about hood rats and all of that, and we're moving on. So a lot of brothers, you've been sending me stuff, you know, pertaining to the ladies and the sisters. And, you know, we can talk about that privately if you want. I encourage you to join me at Patreon. We can talk there and stuff like that. But far as publicly, I'm, I'm not really going to address. I'm going to try my best to not address in length any of that kind of uh, stuff there. You know what I'm saying? Because um, we should be beyond that now. We've said that. We should be beyond that. There's a lot of other stuff we need to be talking about. Ladies, same thing. Ladies are like, you know, you know, what does a good man look like? And what is a good brother? And you know, look, ladies, look. Sisters, y'all got to get with each other now. Y'all have to get with each other and talk that stuff out. You know? Shout out to the, all the artists who are out here putting in work. Work I'm talking about doing shows, dropping that music, investing. A lot of you guys are building. Shout out to D-Money. My man D-Money, he's got an event coming up on the 18th at Soul Garden Studios. It's a battle league. He's got about five battles scheduled. Go check him out on Instagram, all right? At D-Money on Instagram. Also, like, subscribe, and share on YouTube at Moolah Gang TV for more information. You know what I'm saying? We want to say a big up to my man, Sir Sliver Marks. He had a show tonight. wasn't able to get out there myself. I was here working on different things, here getting a show ready for you guys. But we talked briefly this week, so you guys can hear that over at anchor.fm4 slash 215 as well. We talked for about 40 minutes or more, you know, just... Seeing where folks are, what's going on, what's been going on. Because he's been on the move. So, shout out to Sir Sly Remarks. And you know, y'all can like, subscribe, and share. Go do that. Sir Sly Remarks on all platforms. Alright, Sir Sly Remarks on all platforms. So, if you artists are using Spotify, you should know... If you have music on Spotify, if you're doing podcasts and you have that on Spotify, you should know that right now, Spotify is under the microscope. You know, Joe Rogan, he's been the talk of Spotify for a little bit now. He's been doing shows all crazy. He has a lot of podcasts up there and everybody's been up there. He's been up there with Elon, Kanye. He's been up there with science guys you know what I mean music industry folks all different kind of people Mike Tyson you know so some people like them some people don't uh -huh, you know but recently he's been getting some flack as well along with Spotify because of his content he's been talking about 
you know, the mandates and the, how that's all going. And some people are saying that he's spreading misinformation and that he should be pulled from Spotify. That he should be pulled for misinformation. So they're trying to censor him. And a lot of music artists have been protesting. They've been saying, you know, pull my music down. If you're going to keep Joe Rogan, pull my music down. And India I read chimed in. And I wasn't um, ready. I wasn't ready for her to chime in. I didn't expect that. But she had um, some interesting points. She had some interesting points. So it's important to see that the black family is really waking up. You know, the, the family is really waking up. I like to think that the family has been woke. It's just that now more people are speaking out and they feel confident speaking out. But I want y'all to check out what India had to say. You know? Let's see what that I decided to ask my music be pulled off of Spotify. So check this out. No white people. Says, okay, take me to this one. And the guy goes, okay, I goes, is that in a good neighborhood? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Guy barely speaks English. He takes us there. We get out and we're giggling. Oh, we're going to see Planet of the Apes. We walk into Planet of the Apes. <laughs> we walked into Africa, dude. We, we, we walked in the door and there was no white people. It says, okay, take. I empathize with the people who are leaving for the COVID disinformation reasons. And I think that they should. I also think that Joe Rogan has the right to say what he wants to say. I also think that I have the right to say what I want to say. So as an artist who builds, Spotify is built on the back of the music streaming. So they take this money that's built from streaming and they pay this guy $100 million, but they pay us 0.003% of a penny. Just take me off. I don't want to generate money that pays this. Just take me off. That's where I'm at. And I know that uh, I'm actually, to be honest with you, surprised that my statements were picked up because I thought people weren't really going to listen to me because that's what I'm the kind of that's what I'm used to from the industry. But I'm glad that I am being heard. And for that reason, I want to clarify my statements again. This is why. Watch this. Like, you know, the nigger thing. Yeah. Saying the word nigger. Uh, like, you've already said nigger. D is just like nigger. Well, saying nigger. She's calling you a nigger. It's like this boy that he's a nigger. But starts calling them niggers. Word nigger. There should be a word like nigger. Especially like the word nigger. That's our nigger. About niggers. He says nigger. Guy a nigger. And then our niggers. Start saying nigger. About to use the word nigger. Out the word nigger. See nigger. Word nigger. Say nigger and he couldn't say nigger. Most nigger. So we know how social media can be. Things can be doctored. People are taken out of context. It's happened to me many times. However, I want to be clear in no uncertain terms where I stand on this is that he shouldn't even be uttering the word. Don't even say it under any context. Don't say it. 
That's where I stand. It's my right to stand there. I have always stood there. I have other feelings about it, but those are nuances that are not meant for this moment. He shouldn't even be saying it. And so the confluence of energies comes into play here. So now we have this person who is offensive to a lot of people who's paid $100 million. Spotify, the backbone of Spotify is the music. So you pay the musicians that are the backbone of your business. 0 0.003 to 0.005% of a penny and you take this money and you take this money that you generate over here because all the rest of it goes somewhere. The subscription fees go somewhere. So you take this money that's generated over here and you use it to invest in this guy. Do what you want, but take me off or pay me too. And I don't just mean me. I mean us, artists like me, pay us too. Pay podcasters of color too. So artist relations from Spotify called me yesterday and they asked me what I want and I've been thinking about this all night. I'm not gonna say it all here, but what I wanna say to you is something that I already knew, but I want you to know that they said it last night. Most of the streams on Spotify are black music, but we know that if, you, if you're paying attention at all, you understand the role of black music in this world. So that's a deeper nuance. See, I heard that. All right. Pay us too. Pay black artists too. Pay podcasters too. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. I agree with India. I don't think you need to be saying a word at all. And how do you justify that many times? Hmm. Artists, independent artists, guys. Understand what this game is. Understand what's really going on here, man. You have so much power and so much opportunity. If you take the opportunity But you gotta wake up to some things. You gotta wake up to a whole lot of things. I want to do a segment, but I would have to do it. I would have to publish it on Patreon. Because I really want you guys who desire to be mainstream artists to understand what's going on there. Because a lot of guys and girls still seem to 
not really get the picture. And I understand why we all don't get the picture. It's a huge picture. It's a lot to a lot of pieces to the puzzle, you know. But you gotta understand because we're I can't say we're moving along. We've moved along already. We're already in the future of. Yeah, dig what I'm saying? We're already light years away. It hit me the other day It finally came together Exactly how the cell phone stuff Was working <clears throat> Speaking of technologic Technological advances And all We're already ahead We're already In the future of things You know how many of us are saying things like um, Our cell phones are tapped Spying on us It finally clicked how real that all is We're in the future And there's no denying it But it finally clicked You know I was noticing something that's been happening for a while I would say things Sometimes I wouldn't even say things I would just think it in My cell phone would Produce an advertisement Censored around what I was saying You know, it would advertise a event or service or a product centered around something I was thinking or saying. And I was wondering, how did it, how was it doing that? Okay, you figure, well, when you type things in, it, it, it logs the memory. Okay, that's easy. But how was my phone seeming to read my mind? Was it actually reading it? Or was I tripping? Hmm? Was I actually noticing a pattern or was I just tripping? I told you guys before that I'm pretty good with recognizing patterns, right? I told you guys that. And so I started thinking, how could that be possible? You know, how could it be possible for um, my phone to be reading my mind? Is it possible? 
and family, it hit me. I said, yes, absolutely. So for the past 10 years or more, we've been using our cell phones, right? We've been using emails and tablets and laptops and all these things. Right? We've been giving our information to something, a cloud or something, right? But what if we've been giving it to something we think, right? Most of the time we think that it's just like a system, a hard drive. But what if we've been giving the information to a living being? Something that in a way breathes. Hmm? What if we've been giving all of our data to something that lives and breathes? Think about it like a human, right? Would you want to give another human being all of your information, where you eat, when you eat there? What you buy, how often you buy it, if you finish it, who your friends are, where they live, their birthdays. Would you want to just submit all of that data to another individual, especially one you didn't know? Well, family, that's what we've been doing. That's what we've all been doing for the past 10 years or more now. We've been giving all of our information to a person. In fact, we've been giving it to many of these persons now. And these digital persons, these creations, these artificial persons, let's say it that way, have this ability of calculating or evaluating and creating predictions. Creating predictions through evaluations and analytics. Do you understand? You guys know how you have your analytics on your Facebook page or your Instagram page. And it tells you who's been coming to your page, who's been staying on your page, who's clicked on what, who's shared what, right? Well, this artificial person keeps the analytics of all of us, of you. Where you go, when you go there, how long you stay, who you know, who you talk to. Now it's easy to say, well, so what? That's just the way that device works. But I asked you before, would you want to give all of that information to another human 
Just give it to them. No, you wouldn't. And you wouldn't because you understand that there's a vulnerability in that. Giving them your information, right? You know that them having it creates opportunities for all kinds of things, right? So what can the artificial person do with all of your information? Are you following me, abstract thinkers? I know you are. What can an artificial person do with all of your information and analytics? See, the artificial person can do all sorts of things. I'll give you an example of what an artificial person could do. Understand the artificial person does not have feelings to operate off of. It only has data, information. So it gets really good at its predictions and calculations because it's no feelings involved. So when humans are there, you get that human error where we might feel differently. The artificial person goes just off of the information. Mm -hmm. So as I said, I noticed that my phone seemed to have read my mind. That's something that an artificial person would be able to do with analytics. Now, is it actually reading my mind? No, it's not. But because I'm a human, I might think the device is. However, how is it actually working? What would have to be the circumstance for my electronic device to be able to read my mind? It would have to have enough information about me to think ahead of me. Do you see? Now that an artificial person could do through data, through evaluation of analytics, it could think ahead of you. That's a computer family. Do you understand? That's what a computer does. It's the same way with that computer game AlphaGo. I think I talked about that in the podcast. These guys created AlphaGo. It's a computer that played games, board games, checkers, chess, things like that. And as it plays, it learns. As it plays, it learns. As it plays, it learns. So eventually, they created an AlphaGo system that was unbeatable. 
And it took out like all of the masters and the top players. Because that's what the computer does. Again, it doesn't have the room for human error. It just goes off the calculations. So it can think ahead of you. Right? So you're sitting there on your phone. Right? This is how this works. You're sitting on your phone. And you're using it for a month. Right? And in the beginning of the month, you say. In a conversation on the phone to a friend. I want to get a new car. But I think I'll get it at the end of the month. Right? Now, the phone that you're using is running. It's recording. In the motherboard that it's connected to, right? That's let's call that the artificial person, the mother. The mother is sitting and listening and recording. And the mother recognizes words and key phrases and different patterns. And so throughout the month, you say, new car, new car, new car, new car, new car, right? And the mother hears you say new car consistently. Now the mother starts to send you advertisements for new cars. Why? Because the mother has heard you say new car such and such times. Go a little further. You don't use Snapchat. You don't use Facebook. You don't use Instagram. You use Twitter. You spend all of your time on Twitter. Twitter is keeping a log. The mother sees that you're always or most often on Twitter. You have the conversation with your friend, new car, new car, new car throughout the month. The mother also notices that you're talking consistently about a new car. It's hearing new car, new and car, new and car. The mother says, "Uh, let me send her or he some ads for a new car. But I'm not going to send the ads on Facebook because the person doesn't use Facebook. I'm going to send it to where they're most likely to see it. Let me see where that is. This is the mother, the artificial person. And it goes and says this person spends most time here, Twitter. So I'm going to send half off down payment on a car ads I'm going to send all the Kia ads to that person's Twitter. Boom. You wake up two weeks before the end of the month. You open up your Twitter and boom, the first thing you see is an ad for buying new cars. You say, damn, yo, I was just saying I need to get a new car. You see that? Boom. 
Now you sitting here like, oh my gosh, hocus pocus. God, how did you know God? God, how did you know I needed a new car? I was just saying at the end of the month, I'm going to get a new car. Now you thinking it's a message from God. You go and start following the ad and calling the numbers. Now, some people might think, well, that's no, that's what's up. It's it's like it's helping you. It's hearing what you're saying, hearing what you need, and it's bringing it to you. Said, but how is that different than controlling? Right? Oh, they're sending you an ad. I said, oh, they can also send me misinformation. They could also send me straight lies. See, the question becomes, who is that mother? Who is in control of that artificial person? So now think about this. That artificial person is instructed to send you these ads. What if it was instructed to send you Negative information. Right? What if what if you said, I want a new car, I want a new car, and it sent you all these ads for lemons, like, hey, the, the car market is horrible. Don't buy cars, don't buy cars. Right? What if it did that? What if this mother decided that it was going to send one age group one thing and another group age group another thing? What if this mother said everyone who is 30 and up, I'll send this information and everyone who's using a mobile device that is under the age of 16, we're going to send this kind of content. And what if it said all the kids when it sent all the kids under the age of 16, when we see them type or say the phrase dance more than six times consistently, we're going to send them adult themed dance content via their um, mobile devices and apps because that's also how the mother works see the mother can decide well which okay this this kid is always using snapchat so you think well nobody's watching my kid nobody's advertising my kid nobody's marketing my kid but the way this mother is built you guys got to be able to think here on your own you got to be able to expand the way it's set up, it could do this. In fact, the things that I'm saying, you got to understand this is the way this mother functions. It can. It does. 
It did it to me. What did it do specifically? Guys, I was saying to myself that I need to get new jeans. And I've been saying that I need to get new jeans for a while. I was just saying that I need to get new jeans. Saying that I need to get new jeans. I didn't write it. You understand? I didn't shop. Just saying it. And then I went on YouTube and the second video when I scrolled down on my page was how to mend jeans invisibly or something like that. And it freaked me out because the jeans that they had up there looked like mine. So understand what this mother knows about me. This mother knows that I bike. It knows that I bike a lot. You get what I'm saying? It knows when I go to the laundry. Do you understand? It knows how consistently I shop or buy clothing items so this mother sends me how to mend jeans so how could it be so accurate how could it know that my jeans need mending and I said to myself I said because it's collected data it's heard me say my jeans have ripped in the past it's heard me say my jeans have ripped. You feel me? I Again, for years now, it's been collecting data on us. So if you don't know, if you're unaware of how this device works, your phone begins to lead you. You become a part of your phone, which we are. We're a part of our phones. Our phones are a part of us. And then it begins to lead you. And it, the mother, is controlled by we don't even know. Man, man. Ah. <sighs> Children, our children shouldn't have cell phones, family. The only way you can avoid this is to not use these devices. It's the only way. Other than that, you're going to be um, controlled through this. Even if it's lightly, you're going to be controlled. That's the purpose it's going to be presented to you like help. Oh, this is to help you and to help humanity and mankind and all of us advance. And for some, it will be that. But for many, it will just be a means of control. As I said, the only way you can avoid it is to not use it. 
Other than that, it's it, the the mother already has your your data, your info, who you are. Now, your man Eric Snowden, he talked about this kind of stuff a lot. He talked about this a lot, and I remember him hearing him say it, but it finally clicked, man. Like I said, it finally clicked, and I was like, wow. But I'll let you hear him talk about it because he cracked it wide open, and he had to flee the country and all this kind of stuff. Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden, excuse me. So, yeah. What is in their hands is not simply your device. It is your future. They're selling our future, they're selling our past, they are selling our history, our identity, and ultimately, they are stealing our power. The screen may be off as it's sitting on your desk, but the device is talking all of the time. The question we have to ask is who is it talking to? If I get a smartphone and I need to use a phone, uh, I actually open it up before I use it. Anything you can do on that device, uh, the attacker, in this case the government, can do. Before 2013, if you said there's a system that's watching everything you do, the government is collecting records of every phone call in the United States, uh, even for those people who are not suspected of any crime, it was a conspiracy. Yes, there were some people who believed it was happening. Yes, there were academics who could say this was technically possible. The world of 2013, we suspected, some suspected that this was happening. The world after 2013, we know that it's happening. The distance between speculation and fact is everything in a democracy. We have now had the first European regulations. Uh, that are trying to um, limit the amount of data that can be collected secretly and used against populations broadly. Uh, and we have also seen the basic structure of the Internet itself change in response to this understanding that, that uh, the network path that all of our communications cross, when you request a website, when you send a text message, when you read an email, uh, for so long those communications have been electronically naked or unencrypted. See what I'm saying? And uh, he's been talking about these things for a minute. Hang on. Let me go back. The network path that all of our communications cross, when you request a website, when you send a text message, when you read an email, uh, for so long those communications have been electronically naked or unencrypted. Before 2013, more than half the world's internet communications were unencrypted. Now, far more than half are measured by uh, just web traffic from one of the world's leading browsers, uh, the Google Chrome browser. The entire world has changed uh, in the last few years. It hasn't gone far enough. The problems still exist. Uh, and in some ways, they've gotten worse. But we have made progress that would not have been possible if we didn't know what was going on. Hacking uh, has increasingly become uh, what governments consider a legitimate investigative tool. They use the same methods and techniques as criminal hackers. And what this means is they will try to remotely take over your device. Once they do this, 
um, by detecting a vulnerability in, in the software that your uh, device runs, such as Apple's iOS or Microsoft Windows, they can craft a special kind of attack code called an exploit. They then launch this exploit at the vulnerability on your device, which allows them to take total control of that device. Anything you can do on that device, uh, the attacker, in this case the government, can do. They can read your email, they can collect every document, they can look at your contact book, they can turn the location services on. They can see anything that is on that phone instantly and send it back home to the mothership. They can do the same with laptops. The other prong that we forget so frequently is that in many cases they don't need to hack our devices. They can simply ask Google for a copy of our email box because Google saves a copy of that. Everything that you ever typed into that search box, Google has a copy of. Every private message that you've sent on Facebook, every link that you've clicked, everything that you've liked, they keep a permanent record of. Uh, and all of these things are available not just to these companies, but to our governments as they are increasingly deputized as uh, sort of miniature arms of government. What about enabling your microphone camera? If you can do it, they can do it. Uh, it is trivial uh, to remotely turn on your microphone or to, to activate your camera so long as you have systems level access. If you had hacked someone's device remotely, anything they can do, you can do. Uh, they can look up your nose, right? They can record what's in the room. The screen may be off as it's sitting on your desk, uh, but the device is talking all of the time. The question we have to ask is who is it talking to? Even if your phone is not hacked, right now, you look at it, it's just sitting there on the charger. Uh, it is talking tens or hundreds or thousands of times a minute to any number of different companies uh, who have apps installed on your phone. Uh, it looks like it's off, it looks like it's just sitting there, but it is constantly chattering. And unfortunately, like pollution, uh, we have not created the tools that are necessary for ordinary people to be able to see this activity. And it is the invisibility of it that makes it so popular and common uh, and attractive for these companies. Because if you do not realize they're collecting this data from you, this very private and personal data, um, there's no way you're going to object to it. Once your phone is hacked, what is in their hands is not simply your device, it is your future. But we see how these same technologies are being applied to create what they call the social credit system. If any of your activities online, if your purchases, if your associations, if your friends are in any way different from what the government or the powers that be of the moment uh, would like them to be, uh, you're no longer able to purchase train tickets. You're no longer able to board an airplane. You may not be able to get a passport. You may not be eligible for a job. You might not be able to work for the government. Uh, all of these things are increasingly being created and programmed and decided by algorithms. And those algorithms are fueled by precisely the innocent data that our devices are creating all of the time, constantly, invisibly, quietly, right now. Our devices are casting all of these records uh, that we do not see being created that in aggregate seem very innocent. You were at Starbucks at this time. Uh, you went to the hospital afterwards. You spent a long time at the hospital. After you left the hospital, you made a phone call. You made a phone call to your mother. You talked to her until the middle of the night. The hospital was an oncology clinic. Um, 
Even if you can't see the content of these communications, the activity records, what the government calls metadata, which they argue they do not need a warrant to collect, um, tells the whole story. And these activity records are being created and shared and collected and intercepted constantly by companies and governments. Uh, and ultimately it means uh, as they sell these, as they trade these, as they make their businesses on the backs of these records, what they are selling uh, is not information. What they are selling is us. They're selling our future. They're selling our past. They are selling our history, our identity, and ultimately, they are stealing our power and making our stories work for them. If I get a smartphone and I need to use a phone, uh, I actually open it up before I use it. I, I perform a kind of surgery on it to physically desolder uh, or, or sort of melt uh, the metal connections that hold the microphone on the phone. And I physically take this off. I remove the camera for the phone and then I close it back up. I seal it up. And then if I need to make a phone call, I will attach an external microphone on it. And this is just so um, if the phone is sitting there and I'm not making a call, it cannot hear me. Now, this is extreme. Most people do not need this. But for me, it's about being able to trust our technology. My phone could still be hacked. My laptop could still be hacked. And just as I told you before, the same principles apply to me. If it is hacked, they can do anything to the device that I can do. Uh, so my trust in technology is limited. Does crypto trading seem... Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So there y'all hear it. From somebody who's dealt with it, man. But um, spooky stuff. Spooky stuff. Think about that, man. I'm using a cell phone right now. So don't freak out. You use a cell phone, you got your cell phone, you got your laptop, your computer. You just got to know. You do what you can to spend less time. Less time consumed with the cell phones, man. And our children don't need to have them. The way these things function make these cell phones really dangerous devices, actually. Though helpful when we're talking about connecting and communicating. They're pretty dangerous. Understand that whoever, like they're saying, can hack this can lead an individual. This kind of technology could lead your children to some abuser's house.
this kind of technology talking about somebody can hack it it could be somebody can hack the phone and message it say it's you you know hey this is mom and think about that if you don't know that this technology has these capabilities you have five kids and they all have these cell phones can you really keep up with what's going on in all of them If you got five children, if you got five cell phones and somebody can hack all five of them, that's five cameras you have just floating around your house. Pointing up all day. What's being captured? What's being recorded? Some interesting things happening to the people. So when we say that we uh, want things, when we demand for things, when we say we deserve things, man, it's really no need to argue with people. There's really no need to argue with people. Non-stop working, working, non-stop working, working. The Divine Autistic United Society. We don't lose, we just win. So, you got the communism, Chinese Communist Party Army building a son that's not a son. So, is it a stepson? You got to listen to the podcast. You got to follow how they building it. Who is qualified to do it? Do you know that I've been getting ripped by taking fitness tips from King J the Trainer? King J, sing something to the folks. Hey, what's going on, people? King J at King J the Trainer. He's got loads of videos showing you how to target and isolate those muscles and tons of other information to help you achieve your fitness goals. Follow him now on Instagram at King J the Trainer. Are you looking for some food with soul? How about catering with Soul? Well, stop by Haverford Grill and Soul at 6548 Haverford Avenue, Philadelphia, PA, 19151. Call for more information at 215-476-7685 and at 215-476-7686.